Like sometimes you will try to drag your best friend, your brother with you throughout the whole month. When you're in a relationship and you're in love, that's what you're signing up for, vulnerability. It's not what I know about that position, it's who I know what that's yeah. in that position that will get me there. Yeah. Find yourself, mm -hmm. know who you are, Okay. and then secure who you are. Making sure that you just present yourself the best way possible because... Middle finger all you non-believers. My intentions were good. My intention is to want to do something for my mother because she needs help. Everyone like, thinks a child that's born um, from a mother that's 16 automatically thinks, oh man, she's going to struggle. Believe in what you want to do and just keep your passion alive and don't let anyone kill you drive. Yeah. I'm not trying to be accepted by them. I just want to be accepted by God. And and we're doing it for ourselves. We're not asking for help anymore. We're empowering ourselves. It's, it's all, like you said, it's all a sacrifice. Right, it's, right. It's, it's a sacrifice of life that you take. Like, like I'm willing to be homeless. Good evening, everybody. It is IG the Genius. Welcome to Nabra Talk. Today is Monday, February. What's today's date? 26. 26, That's 2000. Really? Yeah. How'd that, how'd that come into being your favorite number? Uh, my mom had my sister when she was 26. I was born at 626, and I just like the number two and six. Wow. <laughs> well, guys, this is Brianna. Yes. And she is our guest today. Thank you, Brianna, for coming on Nabra Talk. Um, how you doing? Good. I feel really good. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming on. Um, before we get started, I just want to, you know, send some encouraging words to everybody. Um, it is February, the month is almost over, so if you are feeling any type of way towards certain things, whether if you feel like you're stuck in a rut, whether you're stuck um, in, a, in a certain position in your life and you don't, f you don't feel like you're moving forward, just understand that success is not a straight line and it does involve you being stuck at some point. The, the whole point of you being stuck is to have you uh, is to have you consist consistently doing the work that you're already doing. So even though you feel like you're stuck, you're not really stuck. And um, also make sure that you're practicing your habits. Um, a lot of us tend to have a lot of these ideas. A lot of us tend to feel like we are, um, we are doing, we want to do certain things, but we don't change our habits. And those habits can be waking up early in the morning. Um, those habits can be reading more. Those habits can be staying away off of social media or television. So remember, guys, if you have goals, if you have dreams, be very mindful of them and don't just think about them and, um, and just, uh, and, and, and don't just, don't just think about them and talk about them, but actually do them. And, and focus on them. So those those are my, those are my encouraging words for today. We got side in the building. What's, on, what's going on, side? I'm good. I'm good. I can't complain. I just ran up here, you know. You got your workout in for the day. <laughs> <laughs> for the week. Which one are you talking? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> how's it, how's everything going though? You know, everything been good. I stopped complaining about life a long time ago. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Everything's been good ever since. That's good. That's good. You know, it's a bad day now. <laughs> Honestly, I don't really know. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I had a bad day. That's a nice place to be. Yeah, yeah. like is it? But that's about perspective, though. Yeah. You feel me? Like mentally, that's a great place to be. Yeah. Right. So, how's everybody else doing today? Yeah, uh, I'm sure good. I feel great. <laughs> even <laughs> even though I have a small problem, I still feel great. A small problem with what? With my MacBook. Oh. You, yeah, you ain't see the group I chat. I did, I did see oh. the group chat. Yeah. See, look at you. I got a new phone, <laughs> so like, yeah, you're not on D&D. &D. What phone do you have? The 8. 
Ooh. I was about to put a hundred down for Big the Big baller shot caller. But, <laughs> but side note. What happened? I seen Black Panther this week. Yes. I seen it on Saturday. <laughs> How you like it? First of all, I loved it. But see y'all might not know this, because y'all not Muslim. Uh-huh. But it's the set he was wearing like Muslim clothing throughout the whole movie. Like the those those called those are called. I peeped those. Well some people wouldn't know. Yeah. So he's wearing some nice those throughout the entire movie. I'm like, I need those. So like, I'm like, <laughs> like he got was rocking he, he had some Muslim fashion going on. That's what's up. Yeah, Black Panther, the the um the makeup, the costumes, everything. everything it it is your duty to watch that movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I will, I will say one thing, and um, then we'll move on to to Brianna. Um, I was at pr- I was at worship practice over the weekend, and uh, they said that in their in their school, you had two kids. One kid was like, "Oh my God, did you go see Black Panther?" I like, he was raving about it. Other kid was like, "Yeah, I seen it." He's like, "Okay," and he's like, "It was cool." It was cool, and the other kid, like he, he's shaming him for not being so excited. So the, the my my um, uh, the lady in the group, she was like, uh, that kid was trying to get it to his head. But I'm like, well, I kind of understand the the other kid who's not so excited. He was like, yeah, I get it. It's a, it's not, it's a cool superhero movie. He's like, yeah, but it's the first this, it's the first that. He's like, I understand that, but it's, I don't really, I don't really care. And then. My thing is, yo, I kind of understand that other kid. Like, to him, that might not be what's, you know, the the big thing for him. And I feel like we should stop shaming people for that. Like, maybe he, he, he probably is conscious, maybe, but that's just not how he wants to see things, yeah. you know? So, they was like, they was like the whole worship team was like, how can you not? The only thing I got yeah. to say about that is I really don't really do that shame and stuff. Yeah. He has his right to his opinion. Exactly. Right. I you know that. But at the same time, the represent. Did you see Black Panther? Yeah, I saw it. I told right, you I saw all right, it. Real quick, the representation within that it was amazing. Not only that, yeah, I remember. I'm person. I'm the type of person who believe, even in fictional fictional movies like that, mm-hmm. anything they show you is a sign. It's a, it's a message. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, definitely. Yes. It's, it's always something that's possible. You feel me? And understand. And that's, that's empowering to all those young youth. That scene at the basketball. At the basketball yeah. court is really iconic. Both, both of them. At, right. at the beginning yeah. and the end. In the end. And you gotta understand though, he's just a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like some kids just don't don't get it. I was we was just talking about growth and how some of us understand things at different ages. What I understand at twenty four, somebody else might be able to understand at thirty four. Yeah. And you can't rush somebody. Somebody else might mm-hmm. understand it at twelve. At twelve, yeah. exactly. So we have our um, guest today. We're gonna flip into interviewing her for the for the day. Um, Brianna, before we go in and we we uh, hit you with guru pitches and and gene questions. You can go ahead and introduce yourself to our listeners for the day. Well, hello. I'm yeah. I'm Brianna. Um, I go by Bree. Most people call me Bree. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Um, my social media is at Bree Piro. So B R I P I R R O. And um, I'm from Linden, New Jersey. Go I Linda, love my city. Woo! Yes. Gene represents Linden. He loves Linden. Yeah. And uh, I'm the founder of Self Love Is, which is an empowerment website. So you can find that at selfloveis.org um, or on social media, self.love.is. And basically what it is, is um, it started off as a tweet. Um, mm-hmm. I myself been through um, a lot of mental health things, uh, interpersonal violence, um, a suicide survivor. And so when I was in my rut, I basically was like, okay, 
you know, going to therapy and things like that. And I was like, okay, what is self-love? Like I need Mm -hmm. to start identifying it for myself to, um, and hold myself accountable to it. So I literally was just like, oh, hashtag self-love is, that seems cute. Okay, let me go to Twitter. So hashtag self-love is, um, things like making sure you shower, like consistently, Mm -hmm. you know, like things like that where you start, you lose that because you just don't care. Like mm-hmm. you don't care. Um, and so then I made it its own account and then the um, the website followed. And uh, in therapy, I learned things like mindfulness. And so through the website, I kind of want to um, just share different like holistic healing tips, things like mindfulness. And then um, I got into fitness instructing. So yoga, yoga teachers, Zumba teacher and um, intensity, which is a cardio class. Um, it's all about like positive affirmations and so kind of bringing this holistic lifestyle approach to anybody who's dealing with interpersonal violence so whether that's domestic violence uh, sexual assault bullying right things like that and dealing with mental health um yeah so i've been hearing this that phrase about holistic what you say holistic healing healing mm-hmm. <coughs> what, what is that what is holistic healing so just uh like an alternative route to standard uh medicine and um so, for example, Reiki. I don't know if you've heard of Reiki. Uh, I've heard of it. Yeah. I'm not. So, Reiki is basically like laying of the hands. Um, uh-huh. We know in uh, biblical scriptures, Jesus is, you know, that's like a thing that he did, laying of the hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, it's a practice that's still done today. It's just a lot of people don't know about it because we don't have access to it. And a lot of times, especially here in the West, um, Reiki and spirituality and all this stuff, it's very much secluded for a certain demographic yeah. of people mm-hmm. um, that don't look like us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the prices are not prices that people from Linden are going to be. <laughs> but, right, you like know. They're, they're, uh, like, they're like thousands, hundreds of dollars yeah, a week. For like an hour yeah. or whatever, stuff like that. And it, it, a lot of times it's in these like shore areas. Like yeah. um, They're pricey, bro. Yeah. Wow. So it's just like th- these different healing practices, um, using herbs, using essential oils, using um, whole foods, plant-based diets, things like that. So just kind of well, taking... When you say like using like herbs, and like, isn't that stuff you could buy like at Whole Foods? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just different... I mean, I don't know too much about like that aspect of it. I'm, mm-hmm. Like I'm only trained in Reiki um, and then different massage techniques. Mm-hmm. And... Um, just kind of working more on the subtle body and like the energetic body. So that like you said like doing like um, what you just say subtle techniques. I might have misheard. So you. different masseuse massage. Nah, techniques. but you before you said you did them Reiki. What's like? Yeah. What's so Reiki, what it looks like basically is um tuning into your higher self, your higher being, God, the universe, whatever it is that you want to call it. Uh-huh. Um, and I was attuned by like a Reiki master, and it's kind of like you know she was attuned by her Reiki master, and it goes in a. Essentially, the story is that uh, a Japanese man, a doctor, went and meditated for um, umpteen days or weeks, I forget, and he received this knowledge and um, this technique, and he was like, I want to know how Jesus, you know, cured the people, and then he tuned into it, and then he went about his life going and healing people and sharing that technique with more people, so then it came down now, you know, eventually Mm. to me. (laughs) Do you you believe that's... Um, a lot of the practices that like Dr. Sebi yeah. and um, what's the other one? What's the other one? It's Dr. Mm-hmm. Sebi and uh, dang. Anyway, I know the Gandhi, so like, I don't know. No, there was a, there's another. All right. Let's, let's just say Dr. Sebi. Yeah. Do you believe that he does a lot of, of like holistic healing? I mean, def- I mean, when he was alive. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he's plant based. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So he, I mean, that in itself is like 
enough, yeah. I feel like. Well, um, I know a lot of, like, I know I feel like a lot of outside, uh, of like, like countries mm-hmm. do a lot of holistic yes. healing, you know, like even with Haitians, mm-hmm. we, um, <laughs> we joke about it, but whenever you're like sick, mm-hmm. you got, you, you, your bones are aching, we have this oil called Louis Maschetti. Right. And it's castor oil. Yeah. Um, and all you do is you heat it up and you, you, you massage and you rub it and for some reason it heals you. Yeah. <laughs> you know. It's castor oil. Yeah, it's castor oil. Yeah. And, but Haitians, they like, you know, they want to use theirs. You know, you got Jamaican ha- castor oil right, and stuff, right. but mm-hmm. they like to import their, their castor oil from Haiti and they used to use it. And as a kid, I'm like, you know, you, you, the parents like go go get some of that lewd masquerade tea, right. and, and you're like, as a kid, like it's not gonna work. And now you're an adult, like I need some of yeah, that yeah. lewd masquerade <laughs> tea. And they put it through, like for your if you got a, a stuffed nose, yep. they put it through your um mm-hmm. your nose. If you got chest pains, they put it all over there. And the th- it's like tiger bone for me. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <And> it, it <laughs> works. No, it works better than the those those um those medications that right. you get from doctors, from doctors and stuff from like the pharmacy. that. But I wanna, I wanna, I want you to take us from the transition of being a Linden High School IB student, yeah, and graduating and going to Rutgers, mm-hmm. and then ha- ending up as a yoga instructor. Oof. So <laughs> walk us through that. Yeah. So in high school, I was very much um, a perfectionist. I I don't know. People from my class know this, but I had perfect attendance from kindergarten to 12th grade. That is what Did you get the award? I got that award. <laughs> and uh, wow. I don't, yeah. I can never imagine. <laughs> I was never in class, though, because I was always, like, doing clubs or, like, mm-hmm. on exchange or whatever it was. Like, But I was just so anal, really. Like, um, And I had fun, but it was always, like, a very... Um, structured fun mm-hmm. um just doing you know whether it's marching band or or the musicals and things like that just very active yeah and um and i felt that you know my teachers definitely expected a lot out of me but i would you know my grades were definitely there to go to ivy leagues but that was just so not in my um in my mindset mm-hmm. like i didn't know that that was available to me um even to apply to Rutgers was like a big deal right um when you know if you were to look at the the papers it it's like, oh, no, of course you're going to apply there kind mm-hmm. of thing. And um, I got accepted. I didn't go to Rutgers, actually, to start. I was at UCC for two years, oh, and okay, I okay. loved it. Um, I love UCC so much. Um, and I always encourage my students. You like, don't really hear that often, either. Oh, yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, but you, I was made, in the, you made the best out of yeah, that. Yeah, I was in the EOF program, Education Opportunities Fund. Um, and I met some really great professors there. It was small classes, so yeah. it was good. And... Um, then I, w- I did go to Rutgers eventually in New Brunswick. Um, and that's kind of where, it was during that time where things mentally kind of went south. Like I knew I always had some stuff going on, especially mm-hmm. at home. Um, my father, he's alcoholic. And so, you know, there's like domestic violence stuff there. Right. Um, but I didn't know that um, how unokay things going on at home really was. And so basically at Rutgers, we have a um, organization called Scream Theater, Students Mm -hmm. Challenging Realities and Educating Against Myths. So what it is is every incoming uh, student is going to watch a um, skit performed by these eight students uh, reenacting a party scene and then a sexual assault. Okay. Um, And so then they educate you about what being a positive active bystander is, you know, like 
where can you intervene, things like that. And I was like, I mean, I love acting. That was my minor theater arts. Mm -hmm. So I was like, yes, I need to be with them. Like, <laughs> I want to know more. And um, the other skit that they do is a sexual assault skit and a dating violence skit. Right. And so that's where I was like, oh, wait, this sounds a lot like stuff that's going on in my house. Like, this isn't okay, you yeah. know. But there's that thing of, like, um, what happens in the house stays in the house. Yeah. Like, that's mm -hmm. kind yeah. of... Uh, something I grew up with. Well, you know? a, lot, a lot of us grew up with that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It was like, stop overshare. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, like, uh, we learn whatever happens that stays, in, what happens in the family stays in the family, but then you don't even realize the person next to you in the class is probably going through the same yes. exact thing, you know? And that's, that's a while. Like, for me, I thought I was the only kid only student in the school who did not have a father. Mm. Then you get older and everybody, like almost right. every other dude <laughs> yeah. don't have a, I'm like, all right, cool. This uh. is, like, all right. I'm alone. not alone. Yeah, I'm not alone. You know, that's, that's so important. That's crazy, yo. That's, mm -hmm. that's, 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 that's really crazy. So after, so you got into that program. Yeah. That was at UCC? No, so that was, this is at Rutgers now. Okay, that's at Rutgers. Yeah. Um, and um, at UCC, I knew I was going through some, like, depression and anxiety type things, but I didn't have the resources, I guess, other than um, really good friends and counselors, mm -hmm. um, like EOF counselors. Right. Um, school, you know. Well, aside, well, did you, so you, that's how you dealt with them? You went to, like, I just went to, counselors? like, friends and okay. stuff like that, yeah. And then, but then when I was at Rutgers, um, I was, basically really in crisis at that time. Mm. I was commuting, um, taking the train. Right. And so, you know, there's literally, th I mean, it's well, not, we're talking real talk, so yeah. it's, um, you know, like thoughts of, of self-harming, like uh, it was just not safe for me to trans uh, transportate through by train. Your, by yourself. Because you yeah, like I, you know, was thinking. Well, what made you, what, what was going through your mind like during those times? Like what made you feel like you were s such. So helpless, yeah, hopeless, so helpless, right? you know? Yeah. Um, hmm. I guess, I don't know, it was just like a blockage, just like, just general unhappiness, like I'm going through the motions, but I'm not here, um, so, I don't know, uh, just like a lot of pain, <laughs> and, um, can you check if it's still angled correctly? Yes, it is. Yeah, and so, basically, um, I started going to therapy through through Rutgers. Mm -hmm. And I had been in therapy when I was in ninth grade. Right. And they put me on antidepressants, and I did not mess with those at all. They yeah, were not that's good you didn't, because yeah. I, like, I feel like with those, even if they're supposed to help, there's going to be that one peak where you really feel low. I think yeah. if you take you those... Mean, those side effects say... If you listen to the commercials, right. uh, can cause your depression to the, get worse. Yeah, like can cause yeah. I, I, I read, I've been reading the stock market a little bit, and anything that goes up is gonna definitely go yeah. back down. So, if you're looking at it from, if you're looking at it from the standpoint of them bringing your depression down, I feel like it's gonna bring it all the way back up even higher to the point where you still f you feel even less helpless and hopeless. And yeah. that's I think that's why it's good you need to take them. Um, but so, and the other thing is your age. Yeah. You were what, 21? So I was nine, I graduated high school when I was 17. So I was like 19, 20. And then, so you, and you were going through those around, around that. Yeah. And well, then, I mean, I guess 17, 18, 19, like it was all still there. Yeah. And, and then when I was in therapy, like that's where I found out about mindfulness and I really enjoyed my, my therapist yeah. and, um, Definitely. I mean, I feel like everybody should go see a therapist. To be Who's, honest, who said that? Do you, Kiana said that. 
Talk about K? No. The one from Montclair. She, I don't think she told Judy, but she, uh, we have someone, uh, an actor, who we, we talked to her. She's pretty much talking about the same thing. She oh. says, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't everyone she yeah. who goes through these things should definitely go see a therapist, psychologist. Mm -hmm. a, a lot of colored people of color mm -hmm. don't like going there because they feel like if they go, their family will think they're crazy. Right. But you're not. You're just going to someone who is licensed yeah. to... Um, to uh, listen to listen to, to listen, you, you yeah. know and, and they're giving tips, you yeah. a third party perspective instead of just your friend who might be biased yeah. or you who think you might know everybody everything about. against you right so this person they don't really they're unemotional right yeah you know so and that's but sympathetic at the same time yeah and yeah you were like 20 like i i, I can understand because um at these at these ages we are we're in college we have a lot on our plate you know, and we're trying to get our life together. And then we forget it's not going to happen overnight. Mm -hmm. So when it doesn't happen overnight, um, we feel like the world's coming down on yes. us. Whether it be because of a, a test, um, a relationship, or, you know, you might feel like your, your, um, your, your body image and stuff like that. A lot, of, like, a lot of us really go through that simply because we feel everything is supposed to be perfect at this time. And, and that's because some of our friends don't listen to us. And s even guys, we... we uh, bro, as men, we cannot talk about yeah. <laughs> things about other men. And that's why that's, I... It's impossible. Yeah. So I tell, <laughs> I tell my guy friends, especially those who write um, or, or just vocalize their feelings, like I bow my head down to them so much because like healthy masculinity, like that's, you know, yeah. being able to express that and not feel bad, not feel weird. Um, I love that so mm. much. And it's, you know, it really is a product of our environment where men men can do this. And so, yeah, just like if ever a guy is starting to open up to you, like <laughs> let them because yeah, they don't yeah. get the chance to do yeah. that too often. So where where do you get your, um, your motivation and your inspiration to do what you do? Have you, did, did you explain, you explained the whole. Um, oh, well, yeah. I mean, so basically, um, when I was at Rutgers, I I think the biggest thing too, though, in when I was really in crisis, was was the stuff going down at home, mm -hmm. like my father just screaming every night, right. and it just wasn't a safe safe space. Like you can't possibly write a five page paper when yeah. when you have mm -hmm. people calling you names and whatever. Right. So um, I ended up moving out. Um, I lived on campus, and uh, that was a big step for me because my mom was always home, and she was always like very much uh, supportive, supportive, and just there. And um, and at the time, she actually left to Cali to take care of my grandfather. So it was just a my twentieth birthday. That whole twenty was a very evol evolutionary year for me. Mm -hmm. um, and then the next year, I lived off campus as well. So. Um, that's what uh, self love is was already like in progress, and uh, I realized through learning about media that I didn't want to go into media because I didn't want to continue teaching this like false propaganda. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like you know we're always fed so much stuff that's not necessarily what I feel is true. Um, even like Coca Cola, for example. Like, mm -hmm. No, you don't need to share a Coke with me. I'm <laughs> good on that. Thank you. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I don't want to be surrounded by, by that. And I know that um, it could be just a very, like, emotionally taxing. Like, people that are in this field, whether it's TV, radio, yeah. whatever, like, that's their whole life. And yeah, I didn't know yeah. if I wanted to do that. So I did know I wanted to get my yoga certification. And um, then I left to Thailand 
uh, right around this time, March 1st last year, mm -hmm. which I was already like six months out of college. Um, and that was just like a whole, this past year has just been really eye-opening. So this is all post-graduation? Mm-hmm, that I went to, yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um, I admire the fact that after you, you've received your degree, you didn't wait to have someone else give you an opportunity. You're making one for yourself. Um, yeah. <laughs> There's a funny, so I've never applied to a job, to be honest. See? <laughs> I, yeah, I never have. I mean, like, substitute teaching, but that's, yeah. like, just kind of, like, you like do the little, process, yeah, yeah. and then you get it kind of right. thing. But, but you're, you're not you're not on this nine-to-five type of thing. Right. You really, you're really out here creating a platform to help other people um, heal from what you've gone through. Yeah. And that's really, like, I really commend you for that, and that I respect you a lot for that. Thank um, you. I feel like a lot of people... When they graduate college, they I I think I know what you're kind of going through, and I I think I know what you battle in your head sometimes. Um, and I even seen one of your tweets. Oh. You said um, <laughs> it's hard. You said something along the lines like it's hard. Uh, live, I don't know if it's like living your life, but it's hard doing what you love when your parents are always like criticizing oh, or word. something like that. You yeah. know. So, um, how do you how do you deal with that? So I don't want to, my, mm, it's funny because when I had tweeted that, um, I, I think I said it's really heartbreaking when your parents don't um, support, su fully support you. Yeah. And um, one of my, one of my good friends growing up, she was like, that's so weird. I thought they always supported you. And, and my parents, you know, they did the best they can. Like, right. like any of our parents, I feel like, well, I don't know, but like most of us do. Mm -hmm. And um, they do support me. So I don't want to seem too victim me right, in right. saying that. However, I mean, it's not like Will Smith to Willow and Jaden, <laughs> and that would be really cool, you yeah. know? Um, but no, so with my parents, it's always just been this kind of like, I don't know, Brie, you're going to do what you're going to do. Like right. that's when I left to Thailand, when I told them, I'm like, Mommy, Papa, I want to go to Thailand. I'm doing this. And then they're nervous, and they're, they're like, that's another country. You're going alone. Like you're just going with a backpack, you know, so they were scared. Mm -hmm. And then, but in the end of the day, I guess I'm kind of, not savage, but like, I'm just kind of, in the end of the day, I'm just like. You're an adult, that's all it is. You're right, out. yeah. And so there was like certain points, I'm just like, I'm sorry, like this might hurt you, but I'm not hurt, but I'm not yeah. hurting anybody. Right. Like this might hurt you in your head, but like you're really not actually being hurt. Right. Um, and that's not the intention, mm -hmm. so I'm gonna do it anyway. And so they would always just be kind of like, you know, what you Brie, you're gonna do what you're gonna do anyway. So um, I'm gonna have their support in that sense. And and they'll like, if I have an event, they'll try to you know send out flyers and things like that. But in their hearts, I I know because they've said certain things of like, you know, they want me to become a full time teacher. They want me to have that security mm -hmm. because of course, why wouldn't you want your daughter to be secure? Right. Yeah. You know, Speaking so from a parent's point of view, yeah, I understand that a hundred percent because I have foreign parents too. Well, my, I live with my mother, and she supports what I'm doing. But there are times she's like, "Why don't you just get like this certification yes. to do this and that?" I'm like, "I understand." I might go and get it, but then I also think of, of of the investment. If I put money into this, I could probably put money into my my goals. Yes, you know that same two hundred, three hundred dollars I'm doing for that, I could probably put in to push me a little further, closer to my dreams and stuff. Um, but hey, my thing is, our parents, whether they like it or not, um, 
it's our it's our life. Yeah. You know? She said we're gonna do what we're gonna do. We're gonna do yeah. what we're gonna do. Yeah. You know? <laughs> At the end of the day, as much as they might not like it, they still love us anyways. Yeah. You know, um we we don't I, I listen to this tape in the in the morning and it tells us you can't like you can't go do something because your mom or your dad told you to. If right. they really wanted you to do that, they should have became that. Yeah. You know, it was like my mom used to tell me you should, you should be a pastor, you should be a doctor or a lawyer, engineer. I'm like, yo, you had your whole life to do that. Yeah. <laughs> if you if that's what you wanted, that's what you should you should have became, not me. Like, no disrespect, but I have my own. Like God, literally, your own your parents don't know what you're gonna be. Your parents don't even know what God has in store for you. They just have an idea of what they want you to become but at the end of the day god has a better plan for you than what your parents have for you yeah so you taking that path starting your own your own program and stuff like that they don't see it today but they'll understand when you're saving hundreds of lives from mental illness yeah they'll, they'll appreciate yeah. that and it's funny you had asked in the beginning like just as far as um like from going to high school what was the transition when i I mentioned earlier, well, before the show, like I started subbing when I was uh, subbing back at my high school. I went to Linden High when I was 19. And um, I guess, you know, when I was still in school, it was like, oh, okay, she's doing this as her school job, you mm -hmm. know, something to just do part time, whatever. But now I'm, you know, I'm still there um, two years after graduation uh, from college. And so some of my teachers, they'll be like, Brie, like, what are you, what are you still doing here kind of thing? Yeah. And, um, but I, they also don't know that I'm, I do this work. Right. Um, like, that's that's my full time in the sense that I'm working 40 hours doing it, but it's mm -hmm. just, like, my main source of income type right, deal. Right, right. But um, mentally, it, it's that's my part time. So, um, yeah, just kind of dealing with just breaking certain people's expectations of what they had of you to do your own thing because yeah. in the end, it's the only life we got. Yeah, well, definitely. in the moment, you so. Only got one. <laughs> you don't want to live one life trying to yours. please yeah. certain people, even if it's your parents. Like I said, they, they're going to love you regardless. Yeah. And it, as long as you ain't out killing somebody, you're doing something positive, yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll get it. Like, I promise you, they'll get it at some point. Yeah. Now, I want to transition into the main core of what you do. We, um, and it's about holistic healing and unconditional love, right? Yeah. So I'm going to ask everyone in here, one, two, and three. <laughs> First, I want to know, what is unconditional love to you guys? We could start with Brie. Okay. So unconditional love, I think, first starts um, with yourself. Being able to see your flaws and, and make a friend to them um, so that you can start, you know, and that doesn't mean like, so my, my vice is, is food and like sugar, right? <laughs> and a little sugar addiction. Um, and so, you know, I, I can look at my body and be like, okay, well, it's not where I want it to be, mm -hmm. but I'm still going to love myself because if I didn't love myself, then I wouldn't be going to the gym tomorrow to, to go work on it. Right. right? right. Um, and uh, just and it doesn't mean like taking people's crap either like if it's like oh well I love you and it's unconditional so you know you could keep doing that no it's setting boundaries and 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 respecting yourself to know what is it that you need what don't you like what do you like and um, but in the end just always leading with your heart I think is really what I've been especially in the past four months I've been really trying to do that lead with your heart it's kind of like 
you know, if you it's are very risky too. It is, and it's painful. I'm not gonna lie. It's very <laughs> it risky. gets painful, but in the end, it's like okay, you know, we have they have those braces, like oh, what would Jesus do type thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so you know, in the end, it's like I know that if the intention was based out of love, mm-hmm. then it must be an okay turnout. Yeah. I like that. What about you, Guru? I feel like <laughs> unconditional love to me will be, it's like, how do I explain it? I, so I'm Muslim, so I'm first I'm going to say it like this. First is to understand that, one, love God because God loves you. Yes. Mm-hmm. He didn't create you to hate you. You feel me? Uh, then after that, once you realize that point, you love yourself because you realize what you really are, man, who you are and like, what you could be. Yeah. It's not about what other people think about you, but how you feel about yourself, and that's how they'll, they'll feel about you. Right. You feel me? And then you get to that point, and you just realize everybody is their own individual, so then you get to a point where it's, just, it's layers to unconditional love, you feel yeah, me? Yeah. You get to a point where you just, you don't really, I wouldn't say you just love everything, but you accept it, mm-hmm. you know? You don't judge it mm-hmm. because at the yeah. end of the day, it's not your place. Right. We are going to be judged one day for what we did, what we do, what we said, and how we thought. It's, that's, it's all coming for all of us. Mm-hmm. It's not my place to judge you because even though I might judge you here, you might get more of a part than I would. So I'm not even going to do that. You feel me? Yeah. I'm just keep it to myself and keep it pushing. But yeah, it's, like a dish, that's, it's, it's all together unity from all angles. You feel me? Putting yeah. it, bringing everything together. Um, I think for me, un- unconditional love, you, it is what, what Bree said about first you, well, I'm going to go with you. I'm going to start with you first. It is, you would, it's how you would want, the way God loves you is how you should love other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is what Bree's saying, like I, like I was telling you, is risky, but, um, love is probably the best risk you can ever take in your life. Because no matter what the circumstances or the outcome is, the in, if the intention was love, yeah. then there's nothing that can um, over like that can overcome that. And there's nothing bad that that's ever gonna come right. out. It might not. It might look bad in that moment, mm-hmm. but the reward is much greater. Um, and un- like so, it starts with God first, right? God loves everybody, <laughs> regardless of what your opinion is on on people of their sexuality, their race, their religion. Trust me when I say God loves them ju- just as much as he loves you, right? So you need to take that same approach when you meet everybody else. Um, and the way you love people has to do with how you respect them, um, how, you, how you treat them, and how you also feel about yourself. Yeah. Believe me, if you don't love yourself, you're going to have a hard time loving other people so you do have to uh figure out how you love yourself um self-love yeah right so if you can figure out how you're going to love yourself then you can move out into loving other people i think that's why i feel like people take time for themselves you know some people whether it be time off of social media time with just isolation i i have isolation times out throughout the year just to figure out what is it that I need to work on okay. before I go yeah, out. Me too. Yeah, before <laughs> you go out into the world and be toxic. Yeah. I don't want to, you know, if I know I have a problem, 
I'm gonna stay away from people. Mm-hmm. And I ain't gonna hold you. Sometimes it don't even be because of me. Sometimes I'd be like, yo, it's the toxic stuff out here. Yeah. yeah. So exactly. I'm gonna go inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I'm gonna go inside. Y'all yep. can see me later. Yeah. Yo, I'll be good. Y'all be good. Yeah, love yep. you. Don't mm-hmm. don't forget that part. Right. Like, do. But I'm gonna see you when I see you. Yes. Yeah. And here's the other thing. Forgiveness. Mm-hmm. We yo, forgive, don't forget. Forgive, but don't forget. But some people don't can't even do the first part. Right. They can't even do the first part. You know what's funny about that? <laughs> a person who doesn't forgive always forgets, forgets why they're angry. But a person who forgives will never forget what that person did to them. Right. Like, I, I forgive you, but and, and here's you the show thing. me who you is, though. Yeah. <laughs> we don't forgive. When you forgive somebody, you don't forgive because it's for them. It's no, legitimately yeah. for you. Mm-hmm. Right. That's too much energy to be wasted. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, he's like, I forgive you. Yeah. And when you forgive them, that means you go with yourself now. Right. And that comes, w- that that's a portion of the self-love that we're talking about. You love yourself enough to forgive that person and you still love them. Yeah. We have issues with all these terrorist attacks and all that. People, oh, this person should die. I promise you, he doesn't. Those people who kill in those movie theaters, those schools, they don't deserve to die. I know they killed so many children. They don't deserve to die. I feel like making them live is even worse. Is is worse. Nah, but if you kill them, they, okay, they you, did. You, they don't got to really. You're doing them a favor. Yeah. They don't got to really suffer. You, you, you make them survive. They got to, after a while, they got to think about what they just did. Right. Now, there's two types of people in the world. There's one person who's going to feel guilt after a while. He's gonna, even if he didn't feel in that initial moment, he's going to feel guilt at some point, mm-hmm. you know? But this is going to be that person who never feels guilt. But, like, if he never feels that guilt, that means deep down somewhere inside of him, that man is suffering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He is yeah. going through it. Yeah. And I was telling my cousin, I tell you, I be saying this all the time, hurt people hurt people. Yeah. yeah. Right? So how do, you, how do you connect unconditional love with, holistic healing so um well as i mentioned with with reiki it's basically what you'll feel during a session Mm -hmm. um my hands can never touch you can i get a free Um, session uh hmm. (laughs) 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 so you could definitely come to a free yoga class okay yeah so um yeah it's funny that you just mentioned that because um one of my boys just performed yesterday in the city um, shout out MTM Naeem Naeem yeah. He's always performing in the city Yeah Always And he Naeem sorry I'm gonna put this out But basically he was just like Reed thanks so much for coming um, It's just 10 Like people who come support yeah. um, You know it's typically 15 But you came to support So I'm gonna give you 10 And then also not only him But one of my One of my friends She's uh, doing astrology readings And things like that mm-hmm. And it was like 20 bucks per hour And it was just like 50, 50 minutes and typically those things are like $100 an hour or something like that, right? Sheesh. So it was just 50 minutes. And so she was like, Brie, you could just give me 10 um, because it's you and I like what you do. And then I told both of them, I'm like, guys, we are not giving discounts <laughs> to each other until we're eating good. Yeah. Like, hold, like we, and I do that stuff too. I'm like, oh, free session, like come to yoga, free session, free session, free session. Mm-hmm. When it's like, and I, I'm happy to do that. And we're all happy. to. That's, that's what you know. Like, <laughs> you're, you're messing with good people when they yeah. do stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, but, like, no, I'm holding my friends accountable. Like, you are, are hustling out here. I'm paying you your full bit. Yeah, like, that's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, we have, have to. Friends always like, yeah, I get, a, I get a free shirt, right? I get a free Disney. Like, 
bro, I started this because I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> if, I, yeah. if I give you a free shirt or uh, free this or that, I'm that I'm taking a meal away from my plate. Yeah. You feel me? And so not only that though, because like I mean I understand like I'm you know I know where I came from, so yeah. I give out free stuff all the time. But you're gonna have to work for it a little bit. Like I just had my self love is challenge, which was like on social media, you could do like different things for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, buy yourself a flower. Uh, write sticky notes over your walls of positive affirmations different things like that and if yeah. you post it about it then you can get like free merchandise and so it's like you know I'll give those alternate options if you do want free stuff mm-hmm. but a lot of times those people that are asking for free stuff they're not they're doing it so. <laughs> <laughs> so they just okay. want free stuff bro. Yeah. but what were you saying before Wait, how your hands right, don't sorry. touch what was it okay yeah I'm like where did I get off on this um, yeah so your hands will never so Reiki session my hands will never touch and you uh, you know there's like nice music playing in the background um, I I focus more so on chakra balancing. So mm-hmm. chakras, uh, we have seven main energy channels. That's his speed. What is it? That's his speed. Oh. He likes, <laughs> he's, he's really into the chakras, but go ahead. Wait, so, um, you know, we have seven main energy channels um, going from our root up to our, our head. And um, I'll basically, basically what it feels like is if I rub my hands together after tuning in and, um, you know, calling into my higher self, whatever it is, it feels like if you have two magnets and you flip one, you know how they don't touch. Right. That's what it feels like in my hands. And then um, bring the energy just face down onto the body. Um, so what you might feel as a receiver is perhaps like chills or just like a certain pressure in a certain area. Or um, I've seen some of my clients start twitching in certain areas. Like my, my mom one time, I was working on her um, throat chakra and she started like her lips started quivering. She was like, as so if she was saying something. Um, I don't know what it was, but it's just like you know, it's like these different kind of things. Like where we, I feel weird talking about it in the West. I'm not gonna lie. Like it's not easy to talk about. If you go to the East, like where I learned about all yeah, of this in Thailand, it's just like, oh yeah, Reiki. You know. Wow. Um, so you know stuff like that and you just feel really relaxed afterwards and it basically is um you know i'm tuning into this divine energy this source whatever you want to call it um and using my body as a channel to access that light or that you know that energy into the people so basically connecting yourself deeper with maybe god universe whatever you want to call it yeah Hmm. wow (laughs) <laughs> wow, yeah. and it's so it is a lot of work. Is, like, how does that all tie into? Well, as I'm, st- I'm still trying to figure like what is Reiki, like. So Reiki how does that all is tying u- together. Yeah, so Reiki is, is 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 universal universal energy, and so basically with with the chakras, for example, um, perhaps like if my hands over your heart, which is Anahata chakra, and then it's over your I don't know, let's say your sacral chakra. Which is like sexual organs and things like that. Orange one. Yes, orange and green. So maybe like my my hand doesn't feel so much pressure near the heart. It feels like a little bit distance. Like there's just not a lot of. I don't feel connected there. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe I do in your sacral chakra. And so just like kind of staying there until they kind of balance out. And then you know when I was learning this, I was so skeptic. Oh my god, I was so skeptic. I'm. St- I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I'm still skeptic because I see stuff happening, like these little miracle moments. I'm just yeah. like, oh, my God, like, <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so um, I was, like, asking my, my, my teacher. I'm like, okay, how do you know when to move on to the next body part? Mm-hmm. Like, because it's even in physical ailments. Like, if you have 
your shoulder got busted or something like uh, during that moment if you're getting Reiki received for an actual physical ailment it will feel better um, and you know it might just feel better for that moment or you know typically if you're in pain you'll go to a few sessions and then over time it'll feel better because it's all like I mean I believe in the power of manifestation right, mm-hmm. right? putting that energy into something and in time it will come true so, so let me ask you, what do you do though? Like, do you say like <laughs> that's what I'm trying to figure out? You just you telling you put your hand there, but like, what do you like? How does that connect to the chakras? Like, what do you like? What are you doing through the chakras that's causing you to be able to do that? I get what you mean. So, um, I was attuned, and when you're uh-huh. attuned, it's basically like my master opened up all of my chakras at one point, and mm-hmm. what did that feel like? Was um, it was I don't know. It's it's hard to explain this stuff in words too, right? Because like it's water not something we down can see. Your back? Huh? Like water running up your back no. or something like that? It felt like first it was like like there was like a ping pong in the top of my head and it just went bong 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 all the way down my body. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait, what? Um, <laughs> can you say that again? It felt like a ping pong yeah, on the top of your head. No, like on the inside of my head, uh-huh, and, and it just like, like pong like yeah down my torso. And then that was one feeling. Another feeling just felt like extreme pressure on my head, chills all over. Um, Just I don't know. It felt awesome. This is at your yoga place. (laughs) So this was in this was in Thailand. This was um, yeah, in an island that I that I learned yoga. And then one of the yoga teachers in my yoga school, she also did Reiki teaching. So I went to her house and we did that for it was like a four day type of learning right you learned all this in four days the reiki reiki yeah reiki i mean you can you can learn that here too but Um, i mean it only took you four days because it's just like an attunement and then there's like a 21 day um i forget what they call it but you have to do reiki on yourself for like 21 days um to kind of like seal it in type deal Um, But I I will say also, some people are more inclined to it than others. That's why, like, on the business side of Reiki, I get a little bit, like, skeptical because they say anybody can do Reiki, but then in the same way, God loves everybody, so it makes sense that, like, Mm -hmm. you know, everybody has access to God, so it makes sense that anybody can do Reiki. But there's people who, um, you know, you're using your body as this channel of energy, so... um, that's why, you know, I don't eat animals anymore. I don't smoke. I'm trying to, you know, I try to keep my system as clean as possible, especially right before I'm going to do a session on somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's, you know, there's people who do do these things. And um, it just means that their channel might be a little bit clogged. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not just like, a, oh, four days and you go. I think it depends on, you know, how much time and effort you put into kind of creating your space as... Uh, as clean as as clear as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing, yo. I want to get into that now. Yeah. I always want to find like a waking master just just to just to learn it yeah. or, or get the understanding of it. Never found one. They yeah. are, and I, and I ain't gonna lie to you. I found a few. I was just never down for paying how much they wanted me to yeah. pay. It's like f- what? I don't even know. Like f- here? Maybe one like told one. It was a lady in New York. Dang. She told me. I think it was like she said four hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> she said four hundred dollars for an hour. <laughs> and then that was just for like one class. Oh yeah, see that's the thing, and, and that's why like I did it. Each class there. is like four hundred. I'm like wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know how you get out the phone kind of quick when you like uh, yeah. you gotta be decided <laughs> like oh I think about it. Yeah, that's how it yeah, happened. Like so, oh yeah, I'm out. Like so, how does that how does that all tie into your 
self-love is thing. So does that... I don't know. How, I don't know how to. I think I can it. tie into your question. I feel like because, but I, I I've been I, even from college, like I learned that the chakras tell a lot of uh, a huge part in like, literature and stuff. Mm-hmm. And whenever they do, they have a symbolic meaning. Okay. So say like she said, probably the heart chakra. The heart chakra oh, is yeah, the I chakra of love. You know, mm-hmm. it's the chocolate of unity, and it uh, it separates and it brings things together. Okay. You know, so they say that, and then they if you ask somebody what's the nature of the heart chakra, they'll tell you the nature of the heart chakra is wind. If you think of wind, wind is everywhere because wind is all the gases. It's, it's everything is porous at some level, you know. Wind is always flowing through, whether it be the earth, the pores of the ground, the trees, the uh, even in outer space. Mm-hmm. There's no oxygen, but there's still gases flowing through there. Right. That's flowing through the uh, atmospheres, and just just space, you know. Wow. So that's when they say universal and unconditional love is like the wind. It, it molds with everything. It, it holds everything together, it separates it, make it individual, mm-hmm. but still contains it all as a whole. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. so each chakra has a different thing. So your your root chakra is about family and instincts and survival. So you're not going to be able to, um, or I mean, maybe you can, but it's going to be very difficult if you're not set financially or with your family, different things like that, right. to um, go about serving your purpose mm-hmm. in life if you're worrying about you know stuff at home like that you know that was what was happening with me my when i got my first um chakra reading done my root chakra is <laughs> like it was not it was just inactive right and my my strongest one was my heart yeah. um and and even just like being aware of you know what works for you and it doesn't have to be on a chakra yeah. uh conversation it's right. even just your flaws and your strengths like mm-hmm. we all have str- uh, strengths and flaws and they always say like all these inspirational leaders they always say like go with your strengths like you have a strength then ride off on that and like you know really work on that and then um i mean self-love is being successful and loving yourself i don't care how much money you got in your pocket like if you don't love yourself then that doesn't mean anything yeah. to yeah. Me i remember watching wise. I used to watch TV. I used to study like different careers because when I was a kid, I had a mindset of saying like I could do anything I want, <laughs> you know. So like if I can do anything I want, what do I want to do? So I would study mm-hmm. different like different occupations, different careers, and I'll notice people will have a lot of money, but they will be miserable. Yeah. Or even like you go see one be an FBI agent, right? That's an exciting life. But you want to have a family being an FBI agent? Can't Good luck. Have, can't have a family. I mean, yeah, you so you got, and, but you see what I'm saying? You have to give up an emotional part of yourself yeah. for that excitement. Like That's not something I would ever want to do. Mm-hmm. So to me, when I, that's why I, you know me, bro. Whenever I say working for somebody like that, I don't feel like it's, it's, you, you're serving unconditional love because yeah. you're saying that this person making millions means more to you then you getting the proper amount of rest, then you take, then you like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that's, but they do it because in their mind, that's them taking care of their family, you mm-hmm. know, providing. But still, you got to give up such a large part of who you are to yeah. do so. A big chunk of your sp- spirituality doesn't exist. Hashtag your slavery over 2018. It's like, no, <laughs> don't start that. <laughs> don't do that. That's why I can't be on Twitter, bro. Yeah, I'm I think I need to get off no Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. Yo, I, speaking of Twitter, you're very, very active. Oh, God. <laughs> she is so, like, bro, she says, oh, I didn't want to get into this whole media thing. 
you would be a great like social media coordinator for anything because the way the way you like promote things it's so genuine but it's so like bright and vibrant you know i was i was hoping you were gonna start going into some tweets nah (laughs) nah it's just like the way you be supporting like mtm and stuff i'm like yo this is like they need like i'm not saying they like oh they, they needed this but it's like Every team like needs somebody who can just do that mm-hmm. off the fly, like something like that. that like that's something um, I like about your Twitter account for real. For Thank real you. you know, so it's pretty cool. Like that's what's up. Yeah, no, I think I like three months ago. And I think the so I I, um, I host the open mic nights at uh, Omi's. It's in Roselle um, on Thursday, like every other Thursday. And so I think there is kind of where I started realizing like. I need to, s- well, one, like, I don't listen to the radio in my car anymore. I, mm-hmm. I literally drive in silence or I'm listening to, like, local artists off my phone. Um, but, you know, diet and going and going and veganizing. I can't say I'm fully vegan because I'll slip up sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. in veganizing, it's not just, you know, your diet's not just what you eat. It's what you listen to. It's what you look at and whatever else. So um, I was like, okay, it's what I take in, but it's also what do I invest in? And so it's like, I don't drink coffee, but if I'm going to get tea, I am going to go to that local person. If I'm going to listen to music, I'm going to listen to the local artists because, I mean, you know, why not? And uh, somebody had just recently, one of my boys had just recently said, like, how in Atlanta they're all all about, like, supporting and promoting each other. And it's like, we're not like that in Jersey. And and I want to change that, like, like. This anything is. you have something why not post it my my instagram used to look like oh uh blogger central like super <laughs> cute pictures blah blah whatever man <laughs> that's cool that. but also i want to see you win so mm-hmm. if you have a flyer like send it to me um just going to different events just uh helping people out like tr- if i'm trying to go if i'm trying to grow how am i not going to help these other people it, do the it, same it's thing it's funny you mentioned the dieting and the way you you put the dieting aspect it's not just what you eat but it's really what you're taking in as far as like Everything. what you see on your social media mm-hmm. like that's a big one that that social media is can manipulate you yes. if you're not mindful so like um it manipulates th- most people yeah, yeah, yeah it does and you know the thing is um i don't like seeing certain things on social media whether it be like um nudity or stuff like that i just don't feel like seeing that like i feel like that's that should be something you see on your like in private that's just me you mm-hmm. know like i'm a prude but whatever um so i mute every account that has I don't, i'm not gonna block you but you i'll can just, mute account yeah you can mute like i won't i won't ever see what you're tweeting until i unmute you oh, just oh. On Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Twitter? Yeah, so i can mute you so whatever you post like i don't even follow you you don't follow me but the fact that you posted those type of things I'll mute you, you know. Yeah. Um. But then, I f- I got to a point, yo. I can't control this. Like, I'm, I'm a, I'll be muting ten people every day if I keep this up. So I was like, you know what? Let me just get off. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I've learned? In life, you no matter where you go, it's gonna be there. Nah, you're right. It's like about to say, but it's always gonna be that that good and that bad. Yeah. At certain times, you're gonna have to like you ever. I don't know. I'm really like sensitive, so I can walk in. I walk into like a, a area. And people, the way they feel bothers me. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like being there, so I, I'll put up with it, you know. Yeah. But just the atmosphere of the people in the room yeah. will bother me. Yeah, definitely. Like music, you mentioned music. I haven't really listened to music since like October. Yeah. Seriously, like I may have listened to like let me see, I may have turned on 
on my iTunes playlist, I probably played seven songs, eight songs. I'm, I've bumped, um, what's his name, Art Magnus album. Right. For uh, when it, when that came out, but other than that, I have not really listened to music. I I'll put on the jazz station on Pandora mm-hmm. when I'm bored. Yeah. But other than that, I put books over music right now. Yeah. Because you said I won't lie to you guys. I play music, but I'm not really listening to it. You ever you ever I put headphones in my ear just so I don't hear what's outside. You know. But that's the thing too, right? Is like that. I think that was even how. I'm pretty sure I learned that something about like with the Holocaust and like there was just stuff playing. It's yeah. like you don't know, like it's playing, but it like I know you're saying you don't hear it and you're kind of like tuning up, but that's still coming into you. Is yeah. my belief, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's why like like even in the morning, it's funny. Some of my students they'll try to play their uh, their uh, trap music <laughs> at like first period, first <laughs> second period. You know, nothing against trap. Everybody has their own taste. But um, no, it is too early. If it's before 10 a.m., I tell I'm like, "Mm -mm, no, it's too early for that. Thank you. Put your headphones in. Like, I'm not having it. (laughs) Nah, I hate it. I'm gonna say it. I hate it. Yeah, I don't really like trap. It's not this trap music. I don't know when it started. It started with Ti. Ti made the original, but I feel like they're ruining it. That's just that's just my opinion. Ti Gucci Mane. yeah, Gucci Man was a original. He was a original, but that's that was his lifestyle. That's what yeah. he was actually doing. And like, I can't really yeah. say that, that. I'm not saying but, he's good for it, but what I'm saying is he was speaking about. He, he was keeping it real. Yeah. You know, but these kids is out here doing it for the attention. They're doing it for the fame. They're doing it just because they want to. You know what I mean? That it's corrupted. It's really corruptive. Like, hey man, that's neither here nor there, though. Ugh, it um, bothers me. I hate it. I know, but yeah, it's, it's poetry nowadays. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. They don't know, bro. But but yeah, the, the 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 dieting thing that is major key, and I feel like I've been doing that. So nice. dieting with your money too. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Dieting with yeah. your money too. For, for I real. just weighed myself. I just weighed myself. You know how much I weigh, bro? How oh. much you weigh? I'ma just. I'ma assume one forty. I feel like I put on a couple pounds though. You say one forty? Yeah. I weigh one thirty two. Yeah, you Are you happy or sad about that? I don't know how I feel about that. Okay. Do you know I weigh this? I weigh <laughs> how much the average girl in high school weighs. I weigh. <laughs> I'm 22 years Amen. old. I weigh You're the average size of a high school think girl. Of it, think of it like this: you, you're not obese, but at the same time, you're not so small where you're malnourished. Right. So you just right. you just want thirty two. That's all. Bro, I'm like my little brother weighs more than me. All right, so start eating then, <laughs> but start eating healthy. That's why I'm like this. I've been eating healthy. I've been on every diet. My mom been on this for the past. You gotta start um hitting the weights, bro. Bro, that's like you know I be is. hitting the weights. Like I don't know you be hitting the weights. How am I supposed to? <laughs> <be>? <laughs> I don't know that. It comes to ghost gym. Big. I can't get big, bro. I'm nah, convinced. you can't. It's harder for a, my, my a gym teacher at Middlesex told us um, there's really just some things you can't change about your body. He yeah. said there's one yeah. kid who yeah. he used to be hit the gym all the time and just can't do nothing. Like remember Raheem, not yeah. the not the Muslim, no. Raheem Harris. Yeah, yeah. Raheem had the skinniest legs mm. in track and probably football aside from like ish and them right mm-hmm. Raheem he actually was upset like yo, yo bro my legs will not grow and you see him in the weight room he's pushing leg press day after day and then I'm like bro 
I just think it's genetics. Yeah. You can't do nothing That's literally about a line it. in like, one sorry. of my poems. That's funny. Like, you can't do nothing about it. So that's where I learned, like, <clears throat> you could be 132 side, but just make sure that 132 is heavy. It is. You get me? So, like, yeah. there's that that's there's that lightweight 132, because Floyd is 140. Mayweather? Yes. He's our height. He's 140. But that's, like, that's like 140. I'll knock right. you out 140. So, if you 132... You could still be a. I'll knock you out. One thirty two. Like, don't let that. Don't let uh, the weight is just a number. Yeah. Don't let that fool you, bro. Because a lot of people. Because me, when I was when I was in high school, I was lifting weights that I had no business lifting. I used to be in a rack. They'd be like, "How much do you weigh?" I said, "One forty. It was like you got no business lifting that. But I th- I thought about it like. You have s- those thin rods, but they super strong. Mm-hmm. That's that's all it is. Yeah. You know. Aim for strength, right. not numbers. That's my biggest thing now. Yeah. I mean, like, cause even now I'm the heaviest that I've ever been in my life, but I'm flipping tires and I'm lifting more than I ever have before. Exactly. So, I mean, does that mean I am where I want to be? No, but it's okay. Yeah, it's, all good. <laughs> it's, all good. it's a progress. It's all a process of progress. Progress well, of process. Yeah. Was there anything else you wanted to? Mm-hmm. See, but out there, I feel like you hit everything today. Yeah, I mean, if I definitely, if I can uh, do a little promo. Yeah, definitely. Go ahead. Um, so, so beyond the Omi's open mic nights, um, which uh, March first on Thursday is is one. If you guys want to come through, um, with with uh, my fitness classes, I teach yoga, like I said, um, and cardio at Ghost Gym. It's um, seven fifty three Boulevard, Kenilworth, New Jersey. Most of my classes are just like ten bucks. Um, cash and i have a huge event coming up itself it's like basically a self-love seminar it's a whole day from 9 a.m till 4 p.m and it starts with a meditation um we do an intensity class we do uh, there's a vegan lunch so intensity is um a workout method and it's basically like aerobics movements with kickboxing movements and we say verbal affirmations as we're going through the entire exercise Mm -hmm. um so things like i'm stronger than i think I am braver than I seem, things like that. So it's really empowering and a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, Where do you do these classes? At Ghost Gym. You said when or where? Where? Yeah, at Ghost Gym. It's in Kenilworth. Kenilworth. Go hard or start. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, And you can see all this on my social media. What's Um, your social media handle? At Brie Piro. See B R I P I R R O. But uh, March 24th is the self love visit. Uh, spring into self love is event and there's vegan lunch and there's um, gonna be like do your own face mask and um, there's gonna be a masseuse a reiki healing circle it's just this whole day um, and my early bird tickets end March 1st you can still buy them until March 24th but it's just gonna be super awesome if you would like to come (laughs) shout out to Brianna I I enjoyed this conversation definitely I enjoyed you guys um, make sure you guys follow the Nabra Production page on Twitter. That's N-A-B-R-U-H-P-R-O-D and Nabra Productions on Instagram. Go ahead, Saad. You can follow me at Guru. That's G-U-R-U dot God made, G-O-D-M-A-D-E. I'm Gene the Genius. I'm Saad the Guru. This has been another edition of Nabra Talk, and we are out of here. <laughs>